0: TJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone. We're joined now by BYU wide receiver Samson Nakua. He is on the Smart Rain guest line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows that 2022 budget planning for most businesses is underway. Take advantage of their Save Now, Pay Later promotion, and do your part while save, by saving water while saving money. Check out Best Estate Award winner Smart Rain, at smartrain.net. Samson, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. What is the emotion, getting back in the win column? Relief? Happiness? You're fired up for a win streak to close the season? What is what is the mood?
1: It just feels good to get back on track. Um, we had a big plan this season, and, uh, I mean, we fell off a little bit, but it feels good to get back where we know we can uh, win and get back in our feet and just uh, get things rolling again. Um, we're feeling good and uh, just ready to keep it going.
2: So with your experience playing at the University of Utah, which is known for great running backs, you can speak to this, I think, because you've been on the teams with great running backs, NFL running backs, and then we see the Bull, Tyler Algier, just steamroll everybody, particularly last Saturday. How does he compare with some of the great running backs that you've been teammates with? Um, He's definitely
1: up there. Um, I put him um, up there definitely with Zach Moss um... Zach Moss, I got to witness live, and he was definitely one of the best running backs um, I've seen. And to come here and see what Tyler Deer has been doing has been, um, it, it's just another, it's like a movie, it's like a video game what this mm-hmm. kid does. Um, it, it's unbelievable, his work ethic, and then it just shows up on game day, and um, it all pays off for him. And it's honestly it's such a cool thing to see um, him killing it. And uh, I don't know, it just, it, um, he's definitely up there with Zach Moss, I put it.
0: With the the big backs like that, do you do you hear the collisions on the field? I mean, does it sound yes. different?
1: Yes, you could hear when he runs over some of the guys squealing from underneath. You can hear the pads hitting and then someone underneath the ties like crumpling <laughs> like underneath him and it's so funny to hear
2: it. <laughs> How weird was it play a team that had gone through that experience with losing half their coaching staff in the manner in which they did? Um,
1: it was definitely a, a weird experience. It was definitely weird throughout the week because we didn't know what was happening. There were so many stories that the game could have been canceled or the, the team could have gone strike or something. But we went out there, and um, they actually came out and played one of their best games of the season. It, it looked like um, they were doing really good. They came out and played with some heart. we um, were fighting the whole game, and uh, it just we came out with a little more heart, and we wanted a little more than them.
0: So you've played with really good uh, running backs, and now you're seeing a really good season from a receiver. Your brother is going nuts, but it looked like they were all sorts of focused on whatever happens, this guy doesn't beat us. Now it turns out other players did beat them, but they weren't going to let this guy beat them. We can't always see what's happening downfield on TV. Sometimes they show us a replay or whatever. Uh, How was their secondary different than maybe what you guys had seen all year?
1: Um, I think they're the biggest secondary we, we've gone against. Um, the corners were definitely a lot longer and a lot lengthier. Uh, lengthier. Um, but other than that, um, I think it was just like almost any other team, any other corners and secondary we played. Um, I think we could have attacked them a little more to, you know, help tie out a little bit. But, shoot, we made it work and uh, we got the dub. honestly.
2: So the school now has beaten four Power 5 teams, which I think is a record in the BYU uh, era as an independent playing these number of Power 5 teams. What does it mean to your football team to be able to do that?
1: Um, I think it means a lot to the program and to the university. We've um, been independent for so long now, and you know a lot of people don't see us as being a power school. Um, probably just you know see us as a T2 or something, but to come out this year and... Uh, Put a spanking on a Power Five school. It's going 4-0 against them right now, and um, it feels good. It shows everyone that last year was not a fluke. That we can't really hang with anyone when we come out and play our best game, and when everyone's locked in and focused. And uh, it just shows that we can. We're ready for the Big 12.
0: Well, it's not it's 4-0 against the Pac-12, but it's 4-1 against the Power 5 teams because of uh, the Baylor loss. Yeah. Are, are oh, you good? Right. <laughs> are you really good as a group at putting that behind you, or does it linger and sting even though you go on and beat Washington State?
1: Um, I think we did really good of letting go of the past two games and just really focusing on now uh, Washington State. But um, I think there's still more we got to approve on. Um, I think going into Week 9, we still have yet to play our best ball as a as a team and so it's nice to know that we haven't played our best ball but it's like now it's time to turn it on it's taking a bit but it's time to you know come to this next game and show everyone that we can play a lot better than what we've been playing
2: how much have you noticed the BYU fans out on the road because they're known this program for having fans no matter where they go
1: it's a home game everywhere we go I mean you go to Washington you went to this Washington State game I mean, I think there was more blue than there was red and uh, I'm pretty sure when they were chanting Go Cougs, I'm pretty sure it was blue <laughs> chanting and it was our fans taking over the whole stadium and then you go down to Baylor University too and it's the same thing. The whole top half of the stadium and more than the back ends of the stadium too, um, is all blue and it's literally our fans taking over stadiums. Literally, You can only hear our fans chanting BYU or Go Cougars and it's honestly one of the most amazing things to be to be able to go step anywhere in the world or anywhere in the States and know it's going to be a home game for you. It's awesome.
0: So you're a local guy, so you get the storyline, but has Bronco Mendenhall been gone long enough that this doesn't really resonate the way it might have if he was bringing a team here two or three years ago and there was a big group of players left? I mean, there might be a, a scattered guy or two now, but most guys didn't play for him.
1: Um. I think a lot of them know. Coach Minshew was here for a while. Um, he did a lot of good things in his program, and um, I'm pretty sure know a lot of guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of guys know he used to be here. But I think it's just another game for us. We don't want to look and uh, bring any anything more to it than it is, and uh, just look at it as another game that we got to focus on and be prepared for.
2: So you're back in the AP rankings at 25. What do you think that means?
1: you got to keep it rolling. Uh, it means that everyone knows that we're some of the top dogs of the country, and we just got to keep proving it every week. we got to come out and show everyone that we deserve to be in the top 25.
0: Have you watched much film of them? Do you know much about them right now?
1: Uh, not yet. Uh, definitely just focused a lot on Washington State. But um, today, today, as soon as I uh, go get some treatment and, uh, and go hit the hot tubs, I'm going to go watch some film and get, get a, get a uh, jump start on these guys.
2: How much fun is the plane ride home when you win versus when you lose? Oh, um, I think one of the coolest experiences with
1: Kalani, um, is that he lets us know that it definitely hurts, but, and that we'll come back and bounce back after a loss. But, um, he lets us know that real men don't ever take the loss home with them, that we're able to, let go of the loss at the moment and go home and love our family. And, uh, Show them a smile and happiness, and, and just let them know like this game doesn't affect us and uh, affect the way that we treat our family. So it's honestly really cool to see a win going on the plane after win and loss because it's hard to tell whether we won or lost because coaches always wants us to be smiling and happy, and then worry about Monday when it comes and uh, we'll watch a film and uh, address it what it needs to be addressed.
0: But the plane's a little louder, isn't it? Yeah, definitely a little bit louder for sure. And you
1: could definitely feel the energy more with Coach Kalani and everyone on the win. But he tries his best to make sure, you know, it's all the same.
2: Now that you've been in this program a while and you have experience because you've been in another program and you're a veteran player, uh, if a recruit comes to you and says, Why should I come to BYU? What would be your answer?
1: Um, I definitely say the family vibe, um, the energy that coach Kalani brings in his coaching staff. Um, I feel like as soon as you're able to step in our locker room, um, whether it's game day or if it's practice time, you can see how much fun everyone is le- legitimately having with each other. And it's genuine, genuine fun and laughter with each other. Everyone playing ping pong or making jokes together and just having a good time. And, uh, the family environment here, it's a lot like Utah, but I think there's just something a little more special here in, uh, little more family environment down here, and I just love it.
0: What are the other, what has been the other big changes you've noticed in uh in the program or maybe subtle changes between the two programs?
1: Um, Definitely it, uh, it being a players program down here. Um, Coach Clonney believing and trusting in us that we can take control and reign of this team as captains or as players and, uh, and lead us. And um, definitely after the two losses, he really let it know, let it be known that, you know, if, we ever if we believe that it's truly a player of own program that we'll take it in our own hands and uh, talk to the team and sit the team down and be able to uh, you know get everyone back on track and uh, that's what he allowed us to do he allowed the captains and the players to step up and uh, just take control of each other and uh, hold each other accountable for those little details that people were messing up on and the little things and uh, and it, it worked out it came to true and uh, it helped us uh, come get this Washington State win
2: So who's the best ping pong player then? <laughs> Definitely me, man.
1: I'm, any one-on-one sport, I am the best. Oh, nice. I'm like LeBron James. I cannot <laughs> lose one-on-ones.
0: <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> all right. If I could just step around all the ego and the humility, this is flooding this room. Is there anyone who's a close second? Yeah,
1: Cash Pierman is actually really nice. Um, Gunner's pretty nice too. There's actually a lot of Conover, Jacob Conover, Deadly Jaron Hall. Terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> don't don't let Jared all fool you. He is terrible at these parts.
2: Really? Yeah. Uh, well, you would think with the hand eye as a baseball player he would be okay, but no, you're telling us otherwise.
1: No, nah, he likes to say he's good. He thinks he's good, but he can't beat me. He knows the deal.
0: <laughs> BYU wide receiver and ping pong champion Samson Dekua joining us. Samson, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Good luck against Virginia and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful morning. The ping Pong Champ. I think it's a, it's a title worth holding. It's a family environment. We're really close, except when I'm smoking these guys. <laughs> it was uh, years
2: back when involved in youth ball. I, I told this one kid that I played uh, in the Olympics table tennis he's like 10 11 years old and i still know him he'll be uh i think he turns uh, 30 here in a couple of days and he believed me the whole time <laughs> 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 he really believed it he, he had passed the word that i was an olympian in table tennis you know the official name <laughs> not this ping pong stuff ping
0: pong yeah, ping pong. Which is wow! You watch those stars play. I'm just, play. Pi- I'm just picturing you standing ten feet off the table now, just, just smacking it, just smashing just these nasty curves, <laughs> curveballs, <laughs> catching the edge of the table. At NAU,
2: I was part of a two-man foosball. That now I should believe this after you told me about the last slide. Yes, you will. We, there's a place called Shaky Drake's that everybody went to right off campus. You could walk to it. And it was almost exclusively an NAU place. In fact, if if people from town came, they were like scorned. You don't belong here. Yeah, get 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 college place. <laughs>
0: Townies versus yeah. the college
2: kids. And it was a uh, they had a foosball thing, and they, we used to have these foosball tournaments. And I would I was part of the two man team, and we would just kick the crap at everybody because my partner was an unbelievable foosball player. <laughs> it was like anything, nothing that I've ever seen. Uh, he and I would just stand there. I wouldn't do a thing. So that's why you can believe it because I'm not. I'm it not, wasn't you. No. You gravy tra- oh no. You no. gravy trained the whole thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. It, it was amazing. It was like he had the ball in his literal hand, not on the foot thing of the foosball guys. And and he would he'd hit it like 100 miles an hour. Nobody. You couldn't even see it, let alone try to stop it. It was just absolutely amazing how good he was in foosball, and we would play. And I'd just stand there and have to just have my guys down back at the back end and just kind of slide it a little bit. But yeah, it was so much fun to watch him go. Man, he'd go to town. He was just unbelievable. I mean, he was like the he was the Tyler Algier of ping pong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to bring it back. To bring it back, <laughs> Tyler Algier. That was a massive game. That was as good as the performances yeah. as I've seen
2: his power I, you know I still put Staley ahead of him um, at the collegiate level we'll see what happens at the pro level so I think sometimes we, when we go with this we, we tend to look at what the guy does in the pros and that influences it which is it's just two different things you know Detmer didn't do a whole lot in the pros but you can't take away from what he did at the collegiate level it's, just, it's drastically different I mean he was on a roster for 14-15 years so that's awesome in and of itself but he wasn't a big time player but so what at the collegiate level he was incredible and I don't know what Algier's going to do, but certainly it looks like he's got a spot in the NFL. And that performance, man, they just rode that man. Very rarely do you see, especially in today's game, do you see a team just ride a running back because with the throwing and all that stuff mm-hmm. that is around now. And, man, did they just ride him, offensively speaking, right to that victory. It was so impressive. I,
0: I, I would give him the week off of practice. I mean, it is. They had 69 snaps in that game. He had 32 carries and two catches. 34 of 69, it's almost 50% of the plays went to him. And at some point, you're Washington State, you know what's coming. I mean, you just have no chance of stopping it. He was so good, I would give him
2: Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week. they are not in the Big 12 yet, PK. But that's how good he was. Slow down. They are in the Big 12, they just haven't started yet. That's all that they are Big Twelve members. They just haven't begun to play. But he was that good that sorry, Williams at Oklahoma, forget you. <laughs> you needed a late rally to beat KU, which stands for Kansas, and in my world, KU stands for Keith Urban. But Algier. So impressive. Great, great, great performance. You can't say enough about that. The durability, the power, the strength,
0: enough speed. Wow, that was incredible. 32 carries, 191 yards, 6 yards a pop. I Hard to up believe to with the, those numbers that they only ended up with 21 points. I would have looked up to the uh, press box and said, Gee, J. Rod, can you give me a break here? I'm gassed. <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> Either way, you're going to be playing. I mean, you could block.
2: That's fine. No, I'll take him out. You got Mason Wake and low, 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 peeny. You got other guys?
0: Sing it. All right, DJ and PK, there it's Samson Nakua. Nick Ford will join us coming up at 8.30. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, coming up at 9.30. The question of the day is on the way. Stay with us.